Welcome to Getting Ready for Sunday, a podcast of First Lutheran Church. Each week, I introduce the readings for the upcoming Sunday with some notes and explanation so you can be ready for worship when you arrive. I look at the Old Testament, Psalm, Epistle, and Gospel reading for the upcoming Sunday and offer a few notes and explanation. The Epistle reading for Sunday, February 11th, come from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 12 through 18, and chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold, not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end, but their minds were hardened. For to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains unlifted because only through Christ is it taken away. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. From this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Here ends the reading. So this reading begins with a reference to Moses, who had to put a veil over his face when he went up to see God. And so it says, since we have such a hope, we are very bold, not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. So this story is a story of when Moses would come down from, the, from talking to God Uh, His face glowed. It was so bright that uh, it terrified the people. And so he had to put a veil over his face so that they wouldn't be scared by his glowing face. Um, And their hearts and their minds were hardened. So they, they did not see Moses and understand what was going on. And they still don't in Paul's day. He says, For to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains unlifted because only through Christ is it taken away. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. So, when uh, synagogues would read the law of Moses, Paul says that the Jewish people, there was a veil over their hearts, preventing them from seeing the glory of Christ, just like the veil prevented people from seeing Moses' face when it was glowing. And what that is, is when, when you don't have Jesus Christ to unlock the key 
to be the key to unlock the Old Testament, you never truly understand and see the glory of what God is doing. Without Christ, the law is just a series of rules and an old covenant that people have to obey or else. But in Christ, what we see is that this old covenant has become a promise that through Christ, God would save the world. And that all of the things that were were requirements and rules and laws have been fulfilled by a Savior who came to reveal the true heart of God by dying on a cross and rising from the dead. And with that key, you can finally unlock the treasure chest of the Old Testament to see God's love for the whole world. And that is why Paul says, but when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. He continues, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled faces, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. So, similar to Moses, who would go up and see God with his unveiled face, and then would come down and veil Paul is saying that we who are seeing the glory of God through the word, through the proclamation of the gospel, um, and, and by understanding Christ in the Old Testament, are being transformed like Moses was, to have the glory of God reflected in us, that into the same image from one degree of glory to another. That's what he's talking about. So then he goes to the word, Therefore. Therefore, having this ministry, by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. So, we have this glorious transformation in us, so we don't lose heart. And then, but we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. Isn't that the best way to do ministry? Right, He says, we do not lose heart, but we also don't try to trick people. He says, we do not tamper or with God's word or practice cunning. Now, there's, there's lots of, of people who kind of lost confidence in the power of the proclamation of the gospel, in the power of God's word. And we act like we, we have to dress it up. We have, to, we have to coat it with something else. We have to tamp it down. We have to hide it. We have to feed it to people with a spoonful of sugar or maybe just the spoonful of sugar without any medicine to go with it. And we act like the, the world just is unable to accept the true word of God, the full power of the gospel. And I think that's why the Christian church is where it is. We're dithering about all sorts of things, and we just don't seem to be willing to preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ. And St. Paul is. He says, we do not tamper with God's word. We commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And you know what happens if there are people who hear the word of God and the proclamation of the gospel and they don't believe, that's not the church's fault. St. Paul says, And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, 
The God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And so, if the gospel is veiled, it's only veiled to the people who don't understand it and don't believe it. That there is a barrier that keeps them from understanding. It's not a problem with the word of God, it's a problem with the hearer. Now, sometimes people take that too far, and they use that as an excuse to be cruel and mean with God's word. And then they act like, well, it's not my fault I'm being a jerk. You're the one who's supposed to be better. No, we we can't do that either. We can't be jerks with the gospel. There's other passages that talk about that. But what it does say is that when the gospel is proclaimed, sometimes people just aren't going to believe. And that's not a problem with the proclaimer or a problem with the gospel. It's a problem in the heart of the person who hears it because the God of the world has blinded their minds so that they cannot see. Paul goes, For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So, we don't proclaim ourselves, but Jesus Christ. And the God who said, Let the light shine out of darkness, he brings the gospel the light of Christ, into our hearts. And isn't that enough? I know, I know. Many people who may be listening to this, many people who grew up in the church, lived in a time when the church had so much respect and power, and there was money and kids, and we were building buildings, and everything was great, and it might not seem like that now. But isn't that uh, sort of the side beside the point of the church? Maybe it's just enough that a God who said, let light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of the Son at the face of Jesus Christ. That's all I have for today. We'll see you on Sunday.